Please pause for an important directive from Dr. Morgenstern, Chief of Surgery at County General Hospital. This episode contains heavy themes and serious content. Listener discretion is advised. All stories shared in this podcast have been altered to protect the identity of our patients and colleagues. Any perceived medical advice from the show should not be used for real-life medical concerns. Always consult your personal physician before proceeding with any new practice or treatment. This podcast will include spoilers for the episodes we are discussing, but there will not be any future episode spoilers. Thank you. Merry Christmas, everybody, and welcome back to ER Debrief Podcast, a recap podcast where two emergency room nurses recap each episode of the hit 90s TV show, ER. We are your hosts, Melissa and Julie, and uh, we're so happy to be here. Melissa, how are you doing? I'm good. Merry Christmas. Merry Uh, Christmas to you, too. uh, What's up? Not much. I am doing well. Mostly just in this COVID world we are living in still. Uh, mostly just working yep. and coming home and working and coming home. So <laughs> not, <laughs> not much, much excitement going on in uh, the world, really. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm doing really good. I can't complain. I'm excited for Christmas, even though it's a little different. I'm still excited for it. I love Christmas so much. So I'm very stoked. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I love Christmas too. I We just had a chat with our family because uh, my brother and my sister-in-law live in a different city. They're like, they're close by, but um, like they're a couple hour drive away. Um, and we were going to go to, like we rented a cabin um, in a different province, but we rented a cabin for Christmas together, but we decided to cancel it in the end in the end and uh, we were gonna celebrate just together at my parents house but now we're just thinking like we're gonna do a zoom christmas this year okay oh Um, that's too bad i think it's too bad but it's necessary and i think that you know everybody is or most people at least are are having very different christmases this year anyways i have to work over christmas regardless but we are just going to celebrate on a different day like over new year's and so you know it's weird but we'll make it special in our own way and and do something else i think yeah i kind of like the idea of a small christmas anyway like yeah it's kind of nice it's not as stressful that way right because you're not like making this big dinner for like a ton of people and like kids running around and like just madness um it's a little bit calmer i think which is not a bad thing um yeah yeah and then i saw this like one of um our nursing friends posted this thing on facebook that really resonated with me and i hadn't thought about it like this before but nurses healthcare providers like everyone in the hospital um a lot of those people have to give up their christmas at least every other year if not every year Uh, with their families Mm -hmm. to be taking care of strangers in the hospital and so like this is one Christmas that you can kind of if you want to frame it in this mindset is like you're saying thank you for all those Christmases that we have missed right because by staying home by not gathering um, you're helping us out so I think that that's 
it was kind of yeah. nice. It was a nice message of just like, you know, we sacrifice this every year. And it might be nice this year if you could sacrifice one Christmas for us. Right. So I yeah. really liked that mindset of it. And I hadn't surprisingly hadn't really thought of it that way, even though that's because that's just what we do every year. It's not a mm-hmm. you don't really give it another thought. So. So, yeah, yeah. I really liked that message. So thought I would share that's very it true. here. Yeah. Yeah. I think pretty much since I've started working, I've worked every Christmas and I've done it voluntarily because there's no small kids in our family yet. So um, we can always rearrange and do Christmas on another day. Um, and my dad does shift work too. So he usually works Christmas. So, um, so yeah, like we can always do it another day, but there are so many families with young kids. And so it's kind of nice to work Christmas for them so that they can be with their families. Absolutely. But you're right. You know, and, and I don't even think it's asking people, it's, I don't think it's asking too much of people to just have Christmas within their household. And of course it's different for, for those that live by themselves, um, you know, but they can still go, they can still be with like their cohort. You know what I mean? Like you can still be with your bubble. Right. Like I think the rule here right now, because like I am single and live alone. And so the rule is you can be with two, you can choose two close contacts that you are then um, with, but those two people can, like clearly they can only see you as well. Like you have to kind of choose two people and those are the two people through the whole restriction um so like those yeah. those are my parents right so me and my parents will be together at christmas which um will be good so so yeah 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 so i think that actually yeah, will kind of be nice perfect yeah yes yeah and i again it's like it's we're we're not being asked to not celebrate christmas at all you can still right. have christmas with your immediate family Right. But just not big parties. And, and those are things we would all love to do. But, right. you know, not the big family Christmas that some people really enjoy having, which is super nice. And it will be even more meaningful next year when exactly. we can do that with the vaccine that's coming out. That's something we haven't talked about was the Pfizer vaccine. and the That's um, true. Yeah, we haven't discussed that. So no. that's something we can talk about. But um yeah, so, you know, it, it's still possible to have a really wonderful year of, uh, at Christmas. Exactly. Totally I, think, gone. I think a lot of it is your mindset, right? Like, just, like, readjusting yeah. your expectations and your mindset to something positive. Because, like, Christmas mm-hmm. is still going to be fun. It's just going to be quieter, right? Like, it's just going to be yeah. a little bit more intimate than you would maybe normally experience. And I think that there's something like really valued in that, that we kind of, Mm -hmm. it gets lost in the like mass hysteria that Christmas ends up being. Um, So yeah, Yeah. I don't know. I think it will be kind of nice for some people too. If if you're going to embrace it, right? If you're going to just be negative about it, then of course it's going to be terrible. But but yeah, yeah, I think if you embrace the new reality, then I think it could be really great. So yeah. I completely agree. I completely agree. Yeah. I was saying at work today that like I would even be okay with it just being me. Like I am perfectly fine on my own. Like (laughs) (laughs) I would be totally fine just opening my presents 
and watching Hallmark Christmas Aww. movies and baking gingerbread cookies like all day. I would totally enjoy that. <laughs> so, so yeah, that sounds I would lovely. be okay with that. If I, yeah. if, if I wasn't allowed too close contacts, I would be okay with just rocking Christmas on my own. Or picking up at work. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Or picking up. Yeah. 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 I mean, like last Christmas, I was in the UK and I was there for school. And um, my friend and I just like rented a little cottage in the small English town. And we had such a nice Christmas. It was so it was so lovely. We just like watched we like binged harry potter and did like a harry potter marathon got like a nice roast dinner and like ate lindor chocolates and sat in our pajamas all day it was great oh that sounds amazing yes it was so nice went for walks because like in the english like they don't get snow really so Mm. it doesn't really get super cold so we just like went on long countryside walks and it was just That sounds wonderful. Like, that sounds ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It wasn't quite the holiday, like the movie, The Holiday. Okay. Because (laughs) in The Holiday, I'm pretty sure that that snow is fake. Okay. Like, I don't think it's real snow, uh, like, in England. Because in England, it doesn't, they don't really get snow. Unless it's in, like, the the mountains that they have there. Mm. But not uh so i was like "Mm, i feel like that's false advertising well and in the holiday i love that movie by the way um it's so great (laughs) it's so good but in the holiday like it's not just a little bit of snow it's a lot of snow like so much snow that the car can't get all the way to the house right like it is exactly an excessive amount of snow (laughs) like that's that's like i would say a mild canadian winter the snow yes. that they have in the movie. Yes, I agree. Mild Canadian winter. Right. Yeah. yeah. But but that car obviously didn't have snow tires. Clearly not. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. They had all season or summer tires. Right. So clearly they weren't prepared. Right. <laughs> Very poor on a Canada scale. We are always prepared yes. with winter tires. <laughs> yeah. We are always prepared. I'm pretty sure that my my so my dad always puts my winter tires on and he puts them on in like when does he put them on well usually by september we've had a really big snowfall this year we didn't but usually by october like at least halloween mm-hmm. um we're switching over our winter tires yeah i usually do it at the beginning of yeah. october yeah 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 because at some point in october there's usually a really massive snowstorm it melts but like there's usually some sort of snowstorm that you need those winter tires for. Totally, totally. And then, yeah. like, I don't take them off until after the May long weekend. Because, like, how many times does it snow on the May yeah. long weekend, right? Like, so oh, much. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Big time. Um, oh, Melissa, I was going to ask you what your thoughts were on the vaccine. I want to know what your thoughts are. Okay. Um, would you get it right now? Absolutely, like, 100% okay. would get it. Um, yes, I'm going to quote one of me my too. friend's uh, fiance. He said to me the other day, he was asking me questions, but he was like, honestly, Melissa, 
the vaccine could have rat poison in it and I would still get it right now. I'd still be first in line. <laughs> so, um, so that's kind of the mentality I've been going with. If it had rat poison in it, I would still get it. Uh, but, but of course it does not for all of you conspiracy theorists listening to our podcast, it does not have rat poison in yes. it. <laughs> it doesn't. Um, we promise. Yeah, I there 100%. There are no microchips, okay? Yeah, yeah. I 100% <laughs> will get it. 100%. Like, as soon as humanly yeah, possible, so sign me up. Um, yeah, I have done a lot of research on it, and yeah. I'm perfectly fine um, with all of the stuff that I have seen. I don't think that there's any worry really at this point. Um, and by the time the public is actually getting it, hopefully they will have seen like all of us healthcare workers get it and be fine. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. And I would yeah. like to say, I, mean, I have a huge yeah. history of anaphylaxis. Um, yes, I have right. severe allergies and I still will be first in line getting that shot. Yeah. It's the same as if I was going to take any other medication. I'm running a risk every time I put something into my mouth that's new. So, um, so yeah, mm -hmm. I, it's no different than anything else, uh, in my opinion. So, yes, 100%. Sign me up. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Well, and I was going to share because, I mean, like, we could talk about um, the vaccine and why we think it's appropriate, but I will say... There are some really amazing physicians who um, I have been referencing. Um, one of them is, I'm going to see, just get this up here. So on Instagram, his name is Ali Hader, MD. His handle is Your Heart Doc. That's Y-O-U-R-H-E-A-R-T-D-O-C. And he has amazing information on the vaccine. And I find that he explains it really well and gives you the full breakdown and the evidence behind why it's safe. Another really great page that I listen to uh, is ZDog MD. Mm. And what I like about him is that, of course, he's like biased and that he believes in science. But <laughs> I feel like... I love how that's a bias. <laughs> what has our world come to that believing in science is a bias? I know. And that, that's why when I was saying it, I was like, it's not a bias. It's just evidence-based information. So his <laughs> handle is ZDog with two, D, two Gs, MD. Z-D-O-G-G-M-D. And, um, but he kind of tries to empathize with people that are believing in conspiracies or that don't understand, like, don't know how to interpret scientific data because it's a skill to be scientifically literate right like right. people go to school for years and years and years to become literate in science like in to be scientifically literate and and so it's not like you can just go and read a study and then you'll know you'll have the information you have to be able to interpret it appropriately right because you can come to a very different conclusion than someone who does understand everything that's going on in that study so anyways i really like him because he goes he takes like the rumor or the conspiracy that he has heard about and he'll look it up and he'll poke holes in it and just show you where it's going wrong so i really like him for that so he talked about the female sterilization rumor that was happening about the vaccine i don't know if you heard about that 
Mm, no, I didn't. I'll share it on the ER debriefed um, on our Instagram page. But okay. basically, there was this conspiracy that it caused sterilization in women. And so he talked about that. Uh, he also talked about the results of the vaccine. He talks about the science behind it and and why it's so encouraging. He has a gentleman on who has worked on vaccines and developed them for like 17 years mm. and um, discusses you know, what goes on behind the scenes. It's very good. So would highly recommend if you want like a a good source of information. Yeah, I've been following him for a while and I do really like him. Yeah. Like quite a bit. Yeah. Sorry, I meant like our listeners, not necessarily you. Oh, no. Because I know you probably already listened (laughs) to him. (laughs) I figured. But (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, I do really like him a lot. Yeah, he's pretty good. So that's great. Yeah, I think that that's better to just like um, do your own research, make your own decision about it. Um, but the more buy-in yeah. that we have, the more effective this is going to be, right? Yeah, and I think that doing your own research, while that's fine, there is some room for error in doing your own research if you don't understand what a good source is of evidence and what a bad source is. Right. Yes, so that's a good point. It has to be doing, you know, reading stuff that's trusted, a trusted source of information. Right. Um, which can be really hard to know. Like, even myself sometimes, and I guess, like, I'm no expert in any way on vaccines or, like, you know, anything that's not your area of expertise you're not going to be an expert on so like you have to be really careful in knowing how to discern that information um so you know it's hard it's it's like a difficult world to navigate and trying to know and discern which information you can trust can be challenging right and making sure you're looking at like varied information right like that you're looking at it from a bunch of different angles and and then kind of coming to the best conclusion based off of the consensus Right. Rather than like Mm -hmm. one person's viewpoint. Right. Because not all healthcare workers agree. Right. And so but are you going to trust the one doctor that's saying thing like negative things about vaccines? Are you going to trust like the thousands of doctors that are saying that it's okay, like and it's good? So, I mean, like you need to listen to everybody, but then, you know, come to a reasonable conclusion based off of the consensus of people too right like so yeah it's tough I find it tough especially these days because there's so much there's so many different rhetorics going around that can be difficult but yeah absolutely it really those are really good sources to to take a look at yeah yes Yes. So next, we thought we would share some stories about what it's like to work on Christmas. Um, So typically, um, in Emerge at least, uh, no, on other units that I've worked on, we've done this too. There's usually on Christmas, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, there's usually a big potluck and people bring in all kinds of food. There's tons of sweets and, um, I mean... In Emerge, that was the only time that I've had someone actually bring in a turkey. Right. Which was amazing. Someone brought in a turkey and then like mashed potatoes and gravy and vegetables. So that was sweet and awesome. And we did that for a few years. Obviously, this year, 
probably not going to happen. Right. Can't do oh, potlucks yeah. this year. That's a good point. Yeah. I hadn't thought very about sad. that. You can't do the potlucks. Oh, that's so yeah. sad. <laughs> yes, oh, yes. Man. And it's usually like, I don't know how you feel about working Christmas. I really like it. But some of the saddest things happen on Christmas because it's people coming in, usually people who are just like, they need to be there. Like they're very sick. And right. so... They're leaving like Christmas dinner. They're leaving plans with their family to come in because they're very worried about their health or their family's very worried about them. So sometimes it can be a sad time, but it's also really nice. And there's like a big sense of camaraderie amongst our colleagues and people, you know, like getting food and you're eating and you're happy and stuff. And so it's like kind of a wholesome time to be working as well. I agree. I do really like working Christmas. I particularly like working like Christmas Eve, like night shift and Christmas night shift. I like that a lot because, yeah, it's just this like kind of nice like environment. You're totally right. The atmosphere is very nice. Yeah. It tends to be a little bit slower in the department on Christmas Day, typically. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. It's hard to say typical Mm -hmm. anything these days, but... Typically, it's mm-hmm. it tends to be a little bit slower, but you're right. You can get some really sad cases um, just because you have this air of like this should be a happy day. And usually yeah. happy things don't happen in the emergency department. So it just ends up yeah, being a little exactly. bit sadder because it's uh, supposed to be a happy day. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, for like the rest for every year, like if someone passes away or something unexpectedly on Christmas, you know for the remainder like you know every subsequent year that family is gonna christmas is gonna be a really hard time for them totally you know because on the day you know totally yeah yeah it's kind of ruined the rest of their christmases right to a certain extent yeah 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 that's very exactly um but we had our colleague sherry um share a few funny christmas stories which we kind of wanted to wanted to tell you guys about i'm so excited Um, they're so great (laughs) (laughs) so um so she talks about how one new year's night she was working and one of the doctors brought in a champagne bottle to uh open on like at midnight and he put it in the fridge which at the time the fridge was like in sort of a common area still in the department. So patients would sometimes wander in there. So he put it in the fridge and walked away and then they went to go get it and it wasn't there. And apparently a patient had opened up the champagne bottle and chugged the entire thing (laughs) (laughs) and was super drunk and then like had to stay longer because he was just plastered from champagne (laughs) i would like to say like i wish i i should ask sherry how long ago that happened because there is no way you would bring a champagne bottle into work anymore like that is just oh there's no way like having not a thing that would ever happen at all anymore so this must have been a number of years ago (laughs) absolutely and like because like there's no way that we can bring alcohol onto the 
supremacist, you know, like there's no way. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's very unprofessional. <laughs> so. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. There was one year, there was one year, I can't remember what it was for now. I feel like it must have been Christmas Day or something. But we set up a Caesar bar in the break room without alcohol. the alcohol, but like, there was like all of the, there was the Clamato juice and all of the toppings and stuff and like salted rim. It oh, was such a nice idea. Fun. Yeah, that would be really fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea. I mean, idea. it's not fun without the alcohol. I don't know what, I mean, if only there was a substance that tasted like alcohol or hard liquor, that but wasn't. didn't have the effects <laughs> of alcohol. Right? <laughs> that yeah. would be great. Yeah, that's true. Because a Caesar just doesn't quite taste the same without the that's true boost. but i feel like at least a caesar feels special you know yeah yeah that's true yeah you feel like you're having a real break <laughs> yeah <laughs> and for our american yeah. listeners caesars are like way better canadian bloody marys they're like a million yes. times better than your gross bloody marys <laughs> like i ordered yeah what is a bloody mary it's tomato juice tomato juice instead of clamato juice it's so gross i ordered one once because i was like i just want a caesar so bad and i was in the states and i was like well you know what a bloody mary can't be that different it is so gross i was like never again i'm <laughs> never doing this again so what is it what what kind of alcohol do you put in a bloody mary i feel like it's vodka um let me just look it up because like oh, i please. personally i love tomato juice like when i go on a flight i always get tomato juice oh really oh interesting i love it hmm. i love it but i have never mixed it with alcohol oh so you might um, you might like so this I, yeah it's just i think i'm expecting a caesar and Caesars are just so yeah. different. Like Clamato juice is so different. Um, okay, so oh, but bloody... also oh, in a Caesar there's like Tabasco, so it's spicy. Right, right. Bloody Mary probably not, right? No, I don't think so. It looks like it's just vodka, lemon juice, tomato juice, salt and pepper, oh. and a celery stick, which yeah. I also I hate celery, so oh, it would just be the no. worst. Um, I'm sure you could probably add Tabasco, maybe some people. But tell us, yeah, so tell us what's in a Caesar. A Caesar is Clamato juice, vodka as well, hot sauce, or like Tabasco, Worcestershire, War- I can never say that, Worcestershire. <laughs> Worcestershire, I think. Worcestershire? Is it Worcestershire? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Worcestershire. Um, Clamato juice. Um, celery salt if you're fancy, um, and then a lime wedge or ground pepper as well. I think that's but, all I put in it. Although, will they put, do like a, a a rim, like a pepper salty rim? Right. And then there's Worcestershire, Tabasco, and sometimes people put like a little splash of beer in there with Clamato and vodka. Oh, I've never put and beer in And then it's garnished with like a pickle or like a spicy bean or like sausage and cheese. It's like garnished with a bunch of things. Like yes. you guys, it people will go off the rails with their Caesars. You can get Caesars with like a hamburger on it and like yes. pizza <laughs> and like onion rings or like chicken wings. Like it, people go crazy here with Caesars. Totally. What is your, if you're going to make a Caesar at home, what is your garnish? 
Uh, it would probably be a pickle or like a pickled asparagus or something. Pickled asparagus is mine. Yeah. I literally have a huge yeah. jar of pickled asparagus in my fridge. Um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's like the best hungover drink. Oh, like, yes. I, you, like, you know what? Mimosas are fine, but a Caesar is like the best brunch hangover drink uh, ever. Agreed. I totally agree. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. I do love a good Caesar. Um, yeah. Yes. And I actually like gin Caesars, so I don't put vodka in my Caesars. Oh, I put gin. Interesting. Yeah. It's really good. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have started putting beer in mine, just like a regular lager, just to add a bit of uh, effervescence oh, to it. Oh, I And it's a nice a little touch. It's a nice touch. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of you the restaurants here thinking, in the city. Now that we're does. talking about Caesars, I haven't had one in a while. I think I might yeah. buy the ingredients for Christmas. Christmas Caesars. Oh, wouldn't that? That's be, a fantastic idea, right? Wouldn't that be great? I'm for sure doing yes. that. <laughs> Christmas Caesars for sure. I will. Oh, I'm gonna do that too. Yes. Okay, and we should post photos of our Christmas okay. Caesars. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. And try to go crazy with it. Like we should have a Caesar off. Oh, like, like can put make something the wild. Oh yes. Let's do it. Okay. I'm in. Okay. Done. <laughs> okay. Woo. I love cool. it. All right. Oh, that's that gonna be sounds fun. so good. Um. So okay. look out for that, guys. On Christmas Day, our Caesars can be posted on our Instagram. Are gonna be. We just wild. came up with the idea. Okay, and then another mid podcast. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then everybody, if you like Caesars, yes. join us and everybody should post a Caesar picture. Yes. And then we'll post the winner. If ever, if enough people participate, tag us in your Caesar picture and then we'll choose a winner who wins the Caesar off. I love it. And I don't know what you get, but you'll get the title of best Caesar. Best Caesar. Yes, I love it. Yes. Just tag us in it. Yeah. And yes, I'm so excited. Caesar off Christmas Day. Okay, cool. (laughs) Christmas Day, Caesar off. Love it. I'm into it. Cool. Okay. So the next one was she had a patient. This is from Sherry. Um, A bunch of buddies uh, were drinking on Christmas Eve. This makes me cringe so hard (laughs) this dude tried to open up the champagne bottle with his teeth okay so if you can imagine this dude is like blasted he is so drunk tries to open up the bottle with the side of his mouth do you think and do you think that he was like it was stuck and he couldn't pull it out with his hand anymore and so got his teeth involved yeah okay (laughs) that's what i picture okay So he comes into a merge and he's blown a hole through the other side of his mouth. She said that there were tooth bits and open flesh everywhere and he was talking and laughing and apparently bits just went flying and just like it was a mess. Like his face was a mess. Oh my God. Tooth fragments. Like, yes, I can't believe it has that much power like i mean i guess but i know because it's it was just so close to his mouth like it was in his mouth but oh my yes. god <laughs> through his i know cheek. but like oh my god could you imagine like thank god for universal health care because he would have had to have a plastics consult he would have had to have 
his whole, like he would have had to have dental work, a whole, probably almost his entire mouth redone. Yeah, like complete reconstructive surgery to the whole side of his face. Yeah. Right. Like he would have had to have reconstructive, yeah, surgery. Well, and who knows like what skull fragments were involved in that, right? Like, yeah, like skull fractures and what kind of. Yeah, geez. Well, and the dental procedures that would have to happen after that, like all the implants and stuff he would have had to. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, that would have been brutal. Uh, Crazy. Brutal. So, yeah. for future reference, nobody, yes. nobody open a champagne bottle with your teeth. It's a bad <laughs> idea. Just Please. keep working on it with your hand. Pass it around yeah. to all the people. Yes. Have everyone try. Because, whoa. I would like yeah. my face to remain intact. <laughs> oh my God. Of note, specifically, just don't aim that champagne bottle anywhere near your face. Nowhere near your face. Yeah. Please. That's Anyone's it. face. Just point it in a direction that has no people. Right. Agreed. That's it. <laughs> Agreed. That's, that's all we ask. Yeah. <laughs> Drink your face off. Please do not aim it at anybody. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> and oh. then Sherry describes a lot of pressure cooking incidents. Um, just like, you know, making Christmas dinner and pressure cookers exploding, I guess. But the one, uh, the one story that really made me laugh was, um, she had a Santa Claus that came in who had been assaulted. Um, and he was working the Salvation Army collection. And she's not exactly sure what the situation was and what happened, but he came in with a bloody nose because some guy took the pot and like smashed it in his face which is crazy who does that who does that who does that to santa claus to some poor santa claus who is collecting money for charity (laughs) like the person that did that is a complete asshole (laughs) like oh my god Yeah. So then she said that police brought in the guy who like assaulted him and then EMS brought in uh, the Santa Claus. So they were in the same hospital and just like, could you imagine being there with like, this is the guy who tried to kill Santa Claus and we have Santa getting (laughs) stitched up. Well, and I'm surprised that the guy decided to get angry. Yeah, I'm surprised that the police brought that guy in. He must have been injured in some way and didn't just take him to jail. Well, I wonder if the set. Yeah, I wonder if Santa fought back and maybe punched him in the face a couple of times. Maybe. Can you imagine (laughs) seeing Santa, like, hit somebody? (laughs) No, I can't. I can't imagine it. Some poor, like, five-year-old child is, like, traumatized forever because, like, Santa got beat up and then Santa beat up somebody, (laughs) like... Oh, my God. I could not imagine. I could not imagine. It's crazy out there. Yeah. It's crazy. And Christmas in particular is is a wild time. Totally. Totally. But, yeah. Um, Those were great, though. I'm so glad Sherry um, sent those to us. They were really great. Yeah. Yeah. What else do we have to say? So... We have a announcement for everybody, or Julie does. Yes. So, Julie, yes. what is happening in your life come January? Oh, I am moving to the UK, yeah. the United Kingdom. <laughs> wow. Yes. <What>? I know. <laughs> so, it's, it. you know, we wanted to talk about it because 
we are still going to do the podcast. Um, we'll just be doing it uh, over Skype. And eventually, once lockdown is over, um, Melissa will probably come and visit, which would be super fun. Yay! Yes. So it'll be a really good time. And then we'll do an episode together. Um, but yeah, so that's the plan. I'm moving January 5th, which is coming up. Um, once we release quick. it, obviously it'll, it'll be in a, in a week or two. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's the plan and I'll be working there. So I will be hopefully able to talk about my experiences kind of as uh, a nurse in the United Kingdom. Um, and, uh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it's all I got for an announcement. Like, challenging schedule wise but it's going to be really fun because I think that you're going to bring like some more stories and just like a new perspective I think it's gonna be really fun yes for the podcast and for you I think it's gonna be an amazing adventure <laughs> so yeah I yeah. think so too I think it's gonna be super fun it'll be really fun to be able to talk about the differences between uh Canada and the and, and England yes um because I think that there's like our system is obviously it's modeled after theirs um, and partly after the U.S. But our system like our healthcare system is more similar to the U.K. Um, but what I've heard is that there's much more of a hierarchy um, with nurses and doctors. Mm. I'll have to confirm it whether that's true or not. But in Canada, at least there's a. Uh, Still, like, a, I feel like there are colleagues. Doctors are our colleagues. We are their colleagues. There's not as much of a top-down feeling. Right. At least in Emerge. Right. So that's the biggest thing I've heard about that worries me the most because mm. I don't think I would do well with someone being disrespectful to me. Yeah. Or, like, not while being doing able my to, job. Like ask questions or, like, you know, just be yeah. more like colleagues or... Yeah, I think I would struggle yeah. with that too. But uh, mm -hmm. but yeah, you'll have to report back and tell us all about it. I'm really excited. We'll have to do I like London updates. How is things? How are things going? So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, And then I think it'd be so fun for me to come visit, and we can like podcast from there. <laughs> that'd be so good. Oh my gosh, that would be so much fun. <laughs> and we can do. We can go to Universal Studios. The Harry Potter Universal yes. Studios. Yes. Oh my God, I want to go so bad <laughs> to that's the it is Warner amazing. Brothers Studio or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, there's so much Harry Potter stuff it's to so do. Good. Yeah, yeah. There is so much Harry Potter stuff to do, and there's like a walking tour or something that you can do that um, brings you to all the filming locations in London, at least. Oh yes, yes, must. Woo! I literally think I want to come for two weeks and just do all Harry Potter stuff. <laughs> like... Listen, I would be 100% into that because, <laughs> oh, and Melissa, uh -huh. there's also a lot of um, locations in Scotland. So we can take the train up to Scotland. There's, we can go over that train, the Harry Potter train <gasps> bridge thing. No, yeah, that would be amazing. Yes. <laughs> Yes. You can take the Hogwarts Express or something. Oh, so my God. We're going to have to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Woo! Yeah. We have to do all those things. Um, yes. Yeah. I'd be very excited to do all of that. And we will. Yeah. Cool. Me too. Yay. Yay. <gasps> okay. Cool. Right. Well, that is our Christmas episode, although it was brief. 
um, we're happy to be back uh, chatting again and hoping everybody has a wonderful Christmas with their immediate families and um, we hope everybody stays happy and healthy and safe. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, keep your numbers at a minimum and stay healthy. Uh, yeah, I think enjoy Christmas, even though it's going to be a little different. I think it's still going to be wonderful. So enjoy it. Yes. And have agreed. a great new year. And just make sure you have, yes. Yeah. And make sure that you get your Caesar stuff available. Yes, get your Caesar stuff. Get I'm creative. Like, crazy excited about this <laughs> me too even if it's just you and I me can't wait. i'm super down <laughs> so. me too absolutely yeah. absolutely awesome i might even send my brother and my sister-in-law some caesar supplies yes. i think it'd be a great say, christmas do your drink best like a christmas yeah. morning drink yeah i agree yeah it's so good okay yeah. cool yes perfect all right um okay guys see you in the new year see you in the new year bye everybody bye thanks so much for listening to the episode guys this episode is created edited and produced by your hosts melissa and julie music by chris yemes photography by ainsley cardoso wagner and photo editing by none other than your hosts melissa and julie you can find us on instagram at erdebriefedpodcast or now on Twitter at ERDebriefed. We post updates with new content on there as much as we can. You can also email us at erdebriefed at gmail.com with comments, questions, suggestions, and more. We try to respond as quickly as possible, and we always appreciate hearing your feedback. Thanks again. Thanks again.